0: Welcome, fans of Pflugerville, fans of Florp, and fans of math. Ooh, I bet you thought I was going to say fans of GrabStack, didn't you? Well, you would be right. (laughs) Welcome, fans of GrabStack! But also those other things, especially math, because today we are taking on the mathematic once again. Tricky mathematic machine sure does like to throw us some curveballs, but I believe we can knock all three rounds out of the park as per usual. Grab your pencils and your paper and let's get solving, people! If it's your first time playing against the Mathematic, rest assured you are in good hands. The Mathematic will print us off a question and then I'll give you 10 seconds to work out the answer. If you need longer, just feel free to hit the old pause button. I don't mind waiting. And once you're done trying to solve it. Then I'll try to solve it. And hopefully we all arrive at the same answer. You ready? I know I am. Oh, I can see Carl, the station manager, has the mathematic all fired up and ready to go. Hit me with your best shot, mathematic. Round one. First question is printed off, and oh look, it's about tacos, yeah. Oh, I do love me some tacos. All right, the question for round one is, the cafeteria is serving tacos for lunch. At the start of lunch, they have 45 tacos. The students come and they eat 13 tacos. How many tacos are left over at the end of lunch? Okay, let's get solving. 10 seconds on the clock. Oh, I can hardly wait to see what the answer is. Okay, the cafeteria is serving tacos for lunch, which is simply inspired. I'm sure I would have been asking them to serve tacos for ages, but does anyone ever listen to me? Oh, I mean they should, because my ideas are brilliant, but do they know? Okay, anyway, back to the question. Uh Uh-oh. We got an issue with the question. It's incomplete. Carl, you printed me off an incomplete question. I can't answer this until I know what kind of tacos they're serving. Are we talking chicken, carnitas? I mean, oh, come on, what do you mean it's not a pertinent question? It's always pertinent to know what kind of tacos we're having. Okay, fine. If you won't tell me, I'll just make it up myself. These tacos were carne asada, and there were 45 of them. If you take 13 away of the carne asadas, then by the end of lunch, there would be 32 tacos. What an unrealistic question. If the cafeteria were serving carne asada tacos, they'd be out of them by the middle of lunch and they'd have a back order for more. But... We solved the question anyway, which means we get to move on to round two. Let's see what the mathematic has for us now. Okay, here we go, Printing and printing and, and, yes, round two. The question is, a polar bear decides to buy a pair of socks for the winter. After he thinks about it, he realizes he probably needs more than just one pair, and he buys six more pairs. That still doesn't seem like enough, so he buys another two pairs. How many socks? Does a polar bear have for winter? Okay, did you get all that, folks? Get your pencils ready. 10 seconds on the clock. First of all, I would like to commend this polar bear for their readiness of winter. You can really never go wrong with more socks, so let's see. He starts out with one pair, which is certainly not enough. Luckily, he's smart enough to get more, and the second go-round, he buys six more pairs. So six plus one is seven, which means we have seven pairs of socks so far, one for every day of the week. That's good. but. The polar bear doesn't think that's enough. And let's be honest, seven is definitely not enough socks, so he buys another two pairs. Okay then, seven plus two is nine. So the polar bear has nine pairs of socks for the winter. (laughs) Still not enough you ask me. I'd head back to the store if I were you, Mr. Polar Bear. (laughs) Ha ha, moving right along to round three and it looks like the Mathematic Machine has saved the hardest question for last. Have you got your pencils up and your paper flat? Because that's the best way to use those two things. I do not recommend having your paper up and your pencil flat, it never works out. But I digress. (gasps) Round three. The question is, Lucy Wow has to carry 30 tools from the big red barn to Bobby Wonder's house. If her toolboxes can fit 10 tools each, how many toolboxes does she need to bring? Trick question, because Kapow will carry the tools. Anyway, you ready people? You got 10 seconds to solve it. Let's go! Well, first of all, I have to say I'm concerned with that amount of tools being brought over to Bobby's house. Whatever she's building, I'm sure it would be better to build it in a big red barn. But let's see. If she has 30 tools and each box carries 10 tools, then we have to divide 30 by 10. Oh, those are some big numbers. Carl, come on. Can I get a hint on this one? Or maybe just flat out tell me the answer? You know I'm new at this math thing. The is three. Oh. Well, I suppose it makes sense. Is that the answer y'all got at home? Well, good for you. Oh, that was a doozy. But it was also a trick question, because everyone knows if Lucy Wow needed to carry tools, she'd just ask her mechanical pygmy goat kapow. So because it was a trick question, I'm going to say I got it right. And that once again, we aced the Mathematic Challenge. Good job, listeners. We did it again. As I always say, math with friends is better than math without friends. Don't forget to come back tomorrow for our Riddle Challenge, where we stretch the other side of our brain and think of brilliant answers to brilliant riddles. Welcome, one and all, to GrabStacks Radio Show. We're about to do battle with the machine that can calculate the mean, the mathomatic. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like my life is just one big robot battle after another. Not sure where I'm getting that from, but it always feels like that. Anyway, at least the mathematic plays fair. You either get a question right or you don't, and honestly, there are no consequences for getting it wrong. We just try again. So I guess it's kind of less of a battle and maybe more of a gentle hanging out with the old mathomatic. But where's the epic drama of a gentle hangout? I'll oh, forget it. We're going into battle, people. Get your paper and your pencil. And maybe your favorite helmet, because we're about to go head to head with a mathematic. And my money is on us. The rules are simple. The mathematic Prince is off a question. I read you the question and give you 10 seconds to solve it. Straight to the point. Just like I like it. I'm not really one for veering off on tangents. It can derail the whole point you're trying to make. Like this one time I was trying to explain to the ice cream stand owner why they should include more flourish marflers on their Sundays. Because obviously the flourish marfler to ice cream ratio should favor flourish marflers. They thought it'd be more ice cream, which is absolutely absurd. But while I was trying to explain it to them, a whole bunch of butterflies flew into the shop and I completely lost my train of thought. I mean, where do all those butterflies come from anyway? Uh, Huh? Carl, the station manager's trying to get my attention. Oh, oh, (laughs) the mathematic is ready. Well, why didn't you say something, Carl? You're wasting our precious time here. All right, let's get into it, folks. Get your pencils up and your papers flat because we're ready to do some math. First question. The teacher puts three blue crayons on the table. After a minute, he puts three yellow crayons on the table, too. But then he takes away two of the blue crayons. How many crayons are on the table? Ready, everyone? Ten seconds. Let's go! Okay, we're starting with three blue crayons here. Are they the same color blue? I like a nice cerulean, but in a pinch I can be talked into cobalt. So, we have three blue crayons, and then we add another three crayons, which would be six crayons so far. Oh, we're getting there, people. So, we got six crayons, and now our teacher's taking away two of our blue ones. I hope it's not the cerulean. I'm gonna need that if I want a color in the koi pond I'm thinking about. Okay, six crayons, and we take away two, and that leaves us with... Four crayons. And since the teacher left us with a blue and a yellow crayon, we can mix them together to make green. Just a little color theory for you to go on top of your math. <laughs> okay, on to round two. I hear the mathematic chugging away, and here comes another question. Alright, the question for round two is, Bobby Wonder is hosting a game night for his friends. He wants to make them in a food so that no one gets hungry while playing. He decides to make three sandwiches for each of his friends to eat. If he is inviting five friends over, how many sandwiches uh, does Bobby need to make? Ten seconds on the clock. Let's start solving! Solving! Okay, we're talking about game night here. Oh, I love it. I'm such a hit at game night, because no matter what the game is, I'm great at it. Perfect partner for anything, really. Pictionary? Well, I'm a master artist, so obviously I'm a whiz at Pictionary. Monopoly? I'll take a hotel on Boardwalk, please. Sorry? No, no, I'm not sorry. I'm excellent. But we're supposed to be talking about sandwiches, aren't we? Okay, we better solve this one or I'm going to get hungry while winning game night. And everyone knows being hungry throws you off your game. Okay, let's see here. Bobby is inviting five friends over and he needs three sandwiches for each of them. I think we need to multiply here. Yeah, is that right, Carl? Yeah, okay, Mark. Right, right. Carl says that's right. So we're on the right track. All right, five times three is 15, which means... Our answer is 15. Bobby needs 15 sandwiches. Woohoo! we got another one. Take that round two. Here we go with round three's question. Are you ready? I know I am, I am on fire. The question for round three is, the banana stand lady is having a banana sale. Normally her bananas are $2. She decides to make them half price. How much is she selling the bananas for now? Okay, 10 seconds of the clock and here we go. Let's see here, bananas are usually two dollars, but the banana sand lady is having a sale. Oh, I love that, I'm such a fan of a good sale. Can't beat a good value becoming an even better value. <laughs> okay, if the bananas are half-priced, then that means we need whatever half of two is, which means we divide two by one. Okay, so how many ones does it take to make two? Two ones, one two equals two, which means half of two is one. The bananas are selling for one dollar. Oh, well, I can't resist a deal like that. I'll take two with marflers. Well, folks, we did it. Another Mathematic Question Battle 1. Come back tomorrow when I'll be unleashing another round of nearly impossible riddles on GrabStack's Riddle Fest. Welcome, welcome, fans of Florp, of Bobby Wonder, but most of all, fans of me, GrabStack! We are back again with another episode of GrabStacks Radio show, Battle of the Mathematic. That's right, every week we go head to head with the Mathematic, the most confounding machine in Pflugerville, and that is including RoboZuki. Why is it the most confounding machine in Pflugerville? Because the Mathematic's only job is to make up math problems, and then our job is to solve them, like the math superheroes we are. No problem is too big or small for us. No, sir. The rules of the Mathematic Machine are simple. Carl, the station manager prints off a problem from the Mathematic, I read it, and then you get 10 seconds to solve it. Well, that's as many as I count out anyway. If you need more time, you can always pause the episode. I don't mind waiting. Math is all about perseverance after all. So you see, it's very simple. All you need is a pencil, piece of paper, and your good buddy grab stack to guide you through. You've already got me. But do you have your pencil and paper? Make sure you do, because otherwise, how will you write anything down? With your toes? That wouldn't work. Trust me, I've tried it. Okay, there are three rounds to our mathematic challenge and I can hear the mathematic firing up in the next room which means Carl the station manager's getting ready to print us off our first question. Carl told me before we started today that all of our questions are gonna be animal related. Isn't that fun? I can't wait to see what that means. Hit us with a good one, Carl. All right. First round's question is the Pflugerville Pet Store is teaching their parrot how to say new words. If the store owner teaches him 11 words each month, how many words will the parrot learn in a year? Oh boy. Oh boy, that's starting off with a tough one. All right, let's put 10 seconds on the clock and get to solving. Okay. So I have questions about this parrot. First of all, what sorts of words are they teaching him? Because if it's anything Shakespeare, I'd like to talk to this parrot about my next play. Although I'd like to know how many words he actually knows before auditioning him, which I suppose means I ought to solve this question. Okay, let's see. How many words will he learn in a year? Well, there are 12 months in the year. And the parrot is learning 11 words a month. So, that would mean we have to multiply them together. 12 times 11. Carry the 1. Add that. Woo! 132. If the store owner teaches the parrot 11 words a month, by the end of the year, the parrot will learn 132 words. Well, certainly not enough for a main part, but I can see a short soliloquy in this parrot's future. Carl, get me the parrot's number. What do you mean? That's not your job. Okay, fine, just read the next question then. Ready? The question is, the Pflugerville Zoo has six white rhinos and seven black rhinos. How many rhinos does it have in all? Well, not enough to play a chess game with, I'll tell you that much. Okay, 10 seconds on the clock. Let's get solving. Did you get the answer? Well, I didn't. I saw a bird flying out the window, and I thought, hey, I'm pretty sure I know that bird. Looks like Gary. I tried to get his attention, but he couldn't see me, which means I'll never know if it was Gary or not. (laughs) A mystery for the ages. Uh, now, what's that, Carl? All oh, right, the math question. Let's see. If the zoo has six white rhinos and seven black rhinos, how many rhinos does it have in all? Well, I guess for this one, we just add six to seven, which would make 13. The zoo has 13 rhinos. We call that a baker's dozen in the biz. Not the show biz, I mean the baker's biz. I'm a member of so many (laughs) biz's and we all have our own special lingo. (gasps) That's how I know the zoo has a baker's dozen of rhinos, which is another way to say thirteen. on the round three. We are really doing great, people. Let's see what our last question is. Oh, I think I hear it printing off now. Hit us with your best shot, Carl. (laughs) The question for round three is, there are 43 dancing bears in the park. 15 of the bears get tired and decide to sit down. How many bears are still dancing at the park party? 10 seconds on the clock. Ready, Solvers? Let's go. All right, first of all, 43 bears in the park is far too many bears. Do they have a permit for this gathering? Is it some sort of flash mob scenario? I got so many questions, but I guess we should work on solving the problem. Let's see, if there are 43 bears and 15 of them get tired, then we need to take 15 away from 43, which would be, oh, blueberries, math can be a real head scratcher sometimes. Let me think here. Oh. I can't even read my own writing. I think this is a bit of a five, maybe, or a, oh, maybe it's a grocery list. Who's to say? Not me, that's for sure. Carl, how many bears are dancing at the park? 28! Okay, so the answer's 28. Thanks, Carl. That's still an inordinate amount of bears. The Parks Department's gonna have a fit when they hear about this. I can't imagine bear paws are doing the grass any favors. (laughs) Well, that's it. Three rounds, folks. Did you get all the questions right? That's okay if you didn't. As I always say with math, if at first you don't succeed, try again till you do. It's all about practice and perseverance. Never give up. Oh, and if you did get all the questions right, well, good for you. Either way, together we beat the mathematic. Congratulations, us. Come back tomorrow for our weekly Riddle Fest where instead of challenging our ultra numerical math brains, we challenge our twisty turny puzzle brains. Oh, it's great fun, and riddling is always more fun with friends. And while you're waiting, there are lots of shows that take place in Flugerville. The fizzies are making trouble in Fluesville, especially Waffle and Martha. Oh, and then there's Lucy Wow over in the big red barn making all sorts of dangerous stuff with her mechanical pygmy go kapow. They go big and then they go bigger. Oh, and if you like strange and spooky stories, you should check out R. L. Stein's Story Club. That's a real winner. Just search for Go Kid Go wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way. Oh, and Friday is listener mailbag. Send your questions to grabstack at gokidgo.com. You might get your question read live on the show. It's all very exciting. Woo-hoo. All right. Have yourselves a mmm! Day, grab sex. I don't know. Go, kid, go.